Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Brink as we come to you for once again another Brinkaliciously, awesomely, Brinkaliciously, Brinkalicious podcast. Episode 61. It is uh, currently the 22nd of January. 2018 and I am sitting outside my house staring at a very blue sky and enjoying a nice summer's day getting ready to drink a can of uh, Black Douglas blended scotch whiskey that is a proud sponsor of the brink Uh, and also joining me on the show today because uh, for some reason she didn't run away after last week it's everybody's favorite Canadian because Colin got replaced it is Mallory Foster hello Mallory hello Ben thank you for having me once again Sorry to yep, open that can. It. it didn't really work too well, did it? Um, you didn't run away. What are you still doing here? I did not. I am you. shamelessly staying here for free accommodation. You are. Uh, again, we established the visa aspect of life. Yes. Uh, how is that application process going? It's not yet. Because I haven't proposed. That's basically it. So yeah. that's, that's all she's using me for accommodation. Waiting for that day. Yeah, free water. Um, I'm just looking what else you can do. Um, but it's a pleasure to have you here. We're going to hear from you a bit on this episode. Um, you at the cricket. Uh, you at a birthday party of a former premier. Who is? What is his name? David Bartlett. Oh, look at you. You oh, know our politicians. Me. Yes. Um, all one of them. All one of them. You sort Wait, of no, I met that other guy. Kind of did, briefly. Will Hodgman, our actual premier. Yeah, that's premier. his name. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. That was your night out at the cricket. It was very exciting. It was. Better than the tennis? Definitely. You'll hear uh, your actual snippet from the that later. Um, but yeah, we're going to have some fun. We're going to talk. We're going to do shit. Um, Josh and I talk in this episode, which gets a bit controversial, but... Um, that's always fun. I'm not meant to swear. I said shit. Sorry, um, but shit's okay. Shit's a good word to say, right? Like, I mean, it's an, it's a, it's a, a, on the lower end of the swear spectrum. Unlike the first introduction when you shared that Itonia episode. Can I just explain? All right, I need to explain this to any of Mallory's family and friends who may have listened to the Itonia Revcat from the Oz Network the other day. So where you first would have heard me speak, and I started with a a terminology that had a bad swear, the worst swear word that you can say. Not Hawthorne. Um, another one. Um, okay, for those Canadians <laughs> listening, you won't get that joke. It's, just, it's basically it's like a, saying Detroit Red Wings. It's a football joke. It's, it's like saying the Detroit Red Wings or the Ottawa Senators. Some of us like the Red Wings. Well, they're idiots. Like, you hi. can use the Senators as your most hated, hated team. Well, I don't dislike the Senators. They're just there. Like It's kind of like the capital itself. Like Ottawa's there, but nobody kind of goes there out of their way to go to Ottawa, right? I don't know. Do you know people from Ottawa? Oh, no, you, I know you know Justin Trudeau. Yes, that's, yes. that is very true. Yes. Yeah. Anyway, Canada the, is a very small country <laughs> and we all... The, the point of my, like, that statement that I said at the beginning of I, Tonya, the reason why I started off so blatantly using a bad word is we start off our episodes of the Oz Network with a quote from the movie or TV show that we're recapping, a fact that I failed to inform Mallory about when... We started, and she was a bit awkwardly looking at me going, Ben, what am I meant to be doing? But so that's, I used a quote that Alison Janney's character in the movie said, which just happened to have a naughty word in it. So that's what I'm trying to explain. So people think that I'm just nothing but a dirty potty mouth Australian. He's justifying himself. I'm trying to. It's not going well. I mean, I've already started this episode by saying I'm drinking a can of alcohol, and I've said the word shit about four times. Make that five times. Make that five, yep. Yes. So I'm going to try. Um... The bit with Josh, uh, just people at home. Josh is a Mormon. We think it's funny. But the segment involved with Josh is not very um, 
you know, we have opinions on certain topical issues that may or may not offend some people. No, well, okay. What I was, is the segment with Josh about? We were talk. Well, you were there, sort of. We were talking about like the Me Too movement and oh, I did not know giving that. a male perspective, which may offend females. But okay, no, hang on, no, it shouldn't. It's just I'm just going to stop digging myself a hole. Uh, hi to all Good of plan, Mallory's family and friends. Hello, Mallory's mum, if you're listening. Um, <laughs> can't wait to meet you. Um, I thoroughly do like your daughter. Um, did that sound wrong? That wasn't meant to sound wrong. Don't laugh at me with that. <laughs> anyway. Um, we will move on to the next segment and pretend that bit never happened. <laughs> it's Monday, uh, Monday evening. Cricket time. Big Bash League 07. And for the first time in several years, I'm standing next to Samuel McCrossin at the cricket. Hello, Samuel McCrossin. Hello, Ben. It would be a couple of years, wouldn't it? It's at least been about three. About three? Yeah, yeah. it probably has been that long. We, we're not used to... Sta- oh, hang on, that's helping us speak in the microphone. Uh, we're not used to... Uh, so long as it been since I've done this as a cricket, I don't know how to speak in the microphone. We're standing up there. People who are listening to this have no idea where we're pointing. But, um, yes, directly above us is where we generally stand. Oh, that's the media centre you were pointing at, Ben. Yes. 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 That was good times up there. And we are now currently in the Pleb Hill. The Pleb Hill, the small, um, wet area. This is where we used to observe from that glass door up there and stare at these people and go, what a bunch of losers. And now we're one of those losers. I oh, know. This, this is the first match I've been to in about three years that the Hurricanes has actually played well. Well, they've still got an innings to lose here, Sam. Uh, they, got, they restricted the Brisbane Heat to 8 for 165. Uh, they need a run rate of about 8.2 and over. That's pretty winnable. Oh, yes, most certainly, Ben. I'm looking forward to this. I'm having fun tonight. It's going to be good. You've been playing good call, bad call, and uh, so far your calls have been quite rubbish. No, I wouldn't have thought so, Ben. I had a great Damien, Damien look. Bad, 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 bad call. It was a 9 out of 10 call. A 9 out of 10 on the wrong scale it was. Uh, but at the cricket, I'm only allowed to talk to one of these people because... One of them is, I don't know why, uh, but we have the beautiful, the sexy, the charming Jess McCross. Uh, uh, no. <laughs> Mallory, she doesn't want to talk. Mallory Foster. Hello, Mallory. Good. I guess it's evening now. Hello. Uh, what, what would you like me to say? I was going to say good morning. You can say good morning if you want to. This might be the wrong time of day, Ben. This is your very first time at a cricket match. No. No, that's not true. This is my your very second cricket match. First, is, first full one. This is your very first time at a decent cricket match. Yes. You went and watched an Adelaide club game. No, actually, you said you went and saw a Sheffield Shield and Tasmania were playing. That is correct. But you've only ever gone to see Tasmanian teams play. It's a sign. Um, you should be with Tasmanians. Oh. Or that they're really sh- bad. Shit. <laughs> bad. Can swear. Oh, no, you're not allowed. Okay, right. Oh, never mind. Um, so, the atmosphere, though. I mean, this is a few more people, no doubt, than the game you went to. A few thousand more yes. people. Uh, I'm going to say there's about 13 and a half here tonight. I'd say 14, maybe. Uh, and are you enjoying the atmosphere? Yes. You can answer the rather way if you want to. Be honest. It's very cold here. Yeah, okay, ignore the cold. <laughs> you're bored, aren't you? Maybe a little. Yeah, you've, you've been banging purple thundersticks and everything. The police just, you know, made sure that we're being safe and everything. So that was good. Sergeant Porcupine's uh, colleagues there. Thanks, Sarge, for keeping us safe. Um, <laughs> she's laughing. I don't know what she's laughing at, right? She lost it. She lost it. Did anyone? Did you see what she's doing? Yeah. Jess, hello. No. Sam. 
Yeah, she's lost it, I think. I don't know. I'm not sure what she's laughing about. It might be a Canadian thing. Like, they see police and they laugh. Yeah, probably. They don't need police in Canada because they're so nice. So they just walk around like, oh, sorry, I murdered you. Oh, don't go to jail. Maybe. Like, what Are they Are they naughty over there? Are they, like, are they naughty over there? They play ice hockey, so they vent their anger. Have you seen their Prime Minister? No one's naughty when he's that good looking. Who is the Prime Minister of Canada? Well, well, well can you tell me who the Prime Minister of Canada is, Sam? Mm, no. I'm Justin. Justin. <laughs> your pants are busting. <laughs> <laughs> Name a famous Canadian, Justin. Oh, Justin. Bieber. Come on, Bieber. It's the ca- pre- Bieber's Canadian. You knew that, is he? Yeah. Oh, okay. Canadian. Wow, you're just offended. You don't know a prime minister. You don't know their number one celebrity. Oh no. So who's the prime minister? Justin Trudeau. 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 And the only way he makes news in Australia is when he's wearing tight pants, because the women and some men find him very attractive. Is that right? He's a good-looking rooster. <laughs> a good-looking rooster. That's a terminology we said on one of our other podcasts the other day when two straight men had to try and describe good-looking guys. So, good-looking rooster. Rooster. Yes. I like that term. Good-looking yes. rooster. Yeah. He's going to look at. She's looking up Justin Trudeau right now. Um, but you know, he's 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 is Justin Trudeau liked? Yes. Okay. That's on behalf of all of Canada. Justin Trudeau. He's like, everyone's leaving me now. Sam's running away. He got a stick. We just oh, found he, he got a stick. It's a stickity. <laughs> it's a stickity. It's a stickity. All right. So Mallory is uh, simply Googling up Justin Trudeau's bum. Um, no, not true. Not come on, show it to Sam. Sam can admit he's a good-looking guy. Let me have a look here. He's coming up. What? Is, that, oh, is that a picture of him with no top on? Oh. Oh, here we go. Sam, Sam might need a like. Is he an older general? How old is oh, he? Oh, he'd be in his what? Forties, wouldn't he? Oh, oh shoot, forties. It wants him in. Uh, so I have that problem. He's the prime minister. He's not the president. Not the prince. Yeah, they're, they're very similar to us. They have a prime minister and governor general and. Excuse me. They have a nice flag, though, where they don't have to have another country's flag on their flag like we do. Why don't they have the Union Jack on there? They used to, but they changed it, I think, in, like, the 50s or the 60s. Oh, that's a bit rude, isn't it? picture, but that is our Prime Minister shirtless. So our listeners at home, imagine a man with a shirt off. <laughs> man with a shirt off. Don't you respect Tony Abbott because he walks around in his budgie smugglers? Was that you, is that you or my dad? No. I don't know which way to speak. Respect for that. On the right. On the right. <laughs> Bad cop. Bad cop. <laughs> you just offended her country. He, he looks a bit like Chopper. No, no, no. That's a bad... <laughs> this Canadian is offering to show the Prime Minister's bum. Um, but besides the fact that he's a good-looking guy with a nice bum, is he a good Prime Minister? You don't know anything about politics, but is he perceived as a nice guy? Yes. Except... He apparently didn't show up for something, and Australia was mad at him. Oh, that bastard. Yes. Okay, here's a question for you. Who is the Prime Minister of Australia? Today, we should elaborate. It could change between now and when we release this. So is Justin a Labour or a Liberal? He is a person of a party that I'm sure you know. No, I don't. (laughs) Uh, I think he's a Liberal, but it's in his kind of their version of Labour. Oh, don't they have Liberals over there? Well, they do, but like a Liberal in America, I know, is very different to a Liberal in Australia. Oh. 
Liberal Party. Okay, so he's a leader of the Liberal Party. Oh, there you go. But I'm 90% certain the Liberal Party of Canada's views relate closely to the Labor Party in Australia in where they stand on the left and right wings scale. So what are the other team called? Who did Stephen Harper used to be for? The Conservatives, I think. I, is it the Raptors? <laughs> the, Ra- the Raptors and the Leafs. In the can they sit in the centre of the Canadian political sect? What well, if I had the Democrats are similar to the, in America to the Labour in Australia and the, the Republicans are similar to the Liberal? Yeah. I don't know. It's He's a good-looking guy with a nice bum. That's all I can tell you about it, right? I've seen his house. I went to Ottawa. I was outside of his house. It's nicer than where the Australian Prime Minister lives. It was snowing. What, better than Kirribilli? Yeah. Conservative Party of Canada. Say that, say that again. They're to the left of the Conservative Party of Canada. To, to the left, to the left? Correct. Somebody just stole something from you. Oh, their little shit's playing shit games. Um, all right. Yeah. Mallory, do you believe the Hurricanes are going to win? Yes. Jess, you give me a yes or no answer. Do you think the Hurricanes are going to win? Yes. Sam, do you think the Hurricanes are going to win? Yes, I do, actually. I believe they will as well. So they're all going to lose now, probably, because we just jinxed them all. Um, we'll talk to you about something else. We've got some topics to talk about on this episode. We do, we do. But, uh, out of, okay, cricket versus tennis. Cricket, do not go to tennis. You're allowed to talk. True. We got told off, didn't we? Uh, yes, we got yelled at. Okay, so you've gone to tennis, you're going to cricket, but when I take your AFL, you're going to love it. Oh, we'll get to go to the lawn bowls at the Commonwealth Games. We're going to go to Lisa the weightlifting at the Commonwealth Games to watch my friend play. Well, play? They don't play weightlifting. They lift. <laughs> Do you play weightlifting? <laughs> Sam? Bad call? Like weightlifting. Do you play it? Uh, I guess so. I mean, you can probably... What if you throw weights at the other players? You actually, I think, met my friend. You were in the studio that time. Years ago, we had a weightlifter who looked like Gary Ablett Jr. Do you remember that? Oh, no. He was a bald guy. looked like Gary Ablett Jr. And he had his girlfriend at the time. They're not together anymore. But anyway, Katie uh, Fasina is her name. She's gone to the Commonwealth Games uh, for representing Australia. And she's invited me to come watch her. She's been on our show before. But I'm pretty sure you did meet her. Really? Oh, okay. Anyway. Bad call. All right. Thank you for joining us. We'll speak to you soon. Bye. Thank you for joining us, Jess. You're welcome. And Sam, always good to have you back. And we'll speak to you another time. Thank you for having me, man. That time of the episode, at least once every however long it is. Actually, I think this might be about two or three in a row now. No, two in three weeks. That's pretty decent. Uh, Joshua Shoebridge is back. Hello, Josh. How are you today? I am good. How are you? Oh, look, you know, can't complain. Bit of this, bit of that. Don't know you didn't ask me that. Uh, Day we're releasing this, though, Josh. It's Australia Day week. Happy Invasion Day week uh, to get on the uh, trend. Uh, <laughs> I we won. That. Get over it. <laughs> yeah, where's everybody saying that Richmond stole the premiership or something like that? Um, this is getting a bit ridiculous, is it not? Like, can we like? Uh, we're probably going to get hate mail. We already, you know, both our listeners do already. But like, again, my, I'm just going to say this as I said before. Until it's, the date is changed, I'll fucking celebrate Australia Day on Australia Day. Until I'm told another date, that's it. Simple as that. That's it. Like, we haven't... Like, if we declared independence from England and had a pretty badass war and Mel Gibson won by running through a ruined church with a flag and a black man, then yes, I'll celebrate that day. But the thing is, 
We want <laughs> it, it re- history is written by the winners. Okay, we invaded. Yes, we won. Yes. Now we throw them free money mm. and give them everything for cheap. Mm-hmm. Okay, so it's not like we've disposed them and then say, "Well, stuff you. We're not going to do anything nice to you." We we do nice things. Even K. Rudd apologized to the bad for the bad stuff that his ancestors apparently did, even though he wasn't even. But yeah, anyway. Long story short, it doesn't. It, when you have two prominent Indigenous people come out and say, "It doesn't matter," and I'm speaking for a bunch of the people in my community. Because if I wasn't, then I'd get a bit of backlash, which they're not getting any backlash at all from their community. Why the hell is some white green dickhead taking the reins and trying to say to all of the local councils, hey, you know what? You should just not do celebration stuff on Australia Day. Because I tell you now, if the Bega Valley Council did that, there would be riots. I love the fact that uh, I'm not a Triple J fan. I don't give two flying fucks about the Triple J Hottest 100. Really don't give a fuck. But, of course, their, you know, big thing this year is, oh, you know, we found out that a majority of people would rather we do it the next day, so we're doing it on January the 27th. I love the fact I think Triple M in, I believe, Sydney have been like, well, fuck you, Triple J. We're going to just play our top 100 Aussie songs of all time. And then another station in Sydney's doing it, and everyone's going off at them for it. Like, oh, it's so racist. Again, the day is called Australia Day. We celebrate our nation. We celebrate our people, no matter what colour you are, where you're from, which football team you support for, except for Hawthorne, because then you're a dickhead, uh, and just come together and celebrate it. So play Australian music. Like, again, just... No, no, you're speaking truth. Hallelujah, amen, and all that Allah Akbar stuff. <laughs> but that's, that's what it is. Australia Day is... It's in the name. You're yes. celebrating Australian tradition. It's traditional to have a barbecue. It's traditional to listen to the radio. It's traditional to get sunburnt on Australia Day. <laughs> it's all these things that you celebrate what it is to be an Australian. And I'm sorry, but if you're going to whinge and moan about Australia Day, that's not Australian. Yep. And I, Australians I the, don't whinge yeah. and moan. And that, you know, you get made to feel racist for flying the flag and... Just all this random crap. It's just, you know, I was in the US on July the 4th last year. And, I mean, just what better... They just, they know how to celebrate. And, you know, uh, Americans didn't exactly acquire the USA by just going, oh, excuse me, Native Americans, may we have your country? Of course you can, here it is. Um, So, you know, it's kind of... It's not like... I know they celebrate it differently. They don't celebrate it on the day it was discovered before everybody comes across, and that's Columbus Day, and that's racist. But they do celebrate the day that it it did happen. No, they They, celebrate the day they... The the independence. They they were independent. No, but they they have a different day. They have Columbus Columbus Day. Day. But but Columbus Day in itself is becoming similar to Australia Day that people don't want to celebrate. I think the wider issue here, Josh, is that just... With everything that's happening through this, through freaking Me Too, through freaking everything, it's just basically the past can never say the past anymore. So, therefore, this conversation, again, we will be thrown in jail in about 10 years. I think we established this about two weeks ago because, no doubt, talking in 10 years will be illegal. Um, so well, you it's... do know that Australia is the only Western country that does not have a Freedom of Speech Act in their legis- in the legislation or in the Constitution. We have no freedom of speech right at all in Australia. Mm. 
that's why we should move to New Zealand. I never thought I'd utter those words, but um, and, and it's actually in our in our legislation. If you say something that is offensive, you can be prosecuted. And there's well, nothing that says what is offensive. Can you and I just go and invade Antarctica? Uh, <laughs> just <laughs> I'm listening. The I'm penguins, listening. The penguins will complain in fifty hundred years' time. But we'll give we'll them a bit give of fish every now welfare. and then. Free fish, apologise in a few years' time. Um, you know, uh, uh, I, look. And just... before anyone starts going off, he's putting the whole black and penguin thing together. Penguins are black and white people. They're both. Oh, look, I honestly, that didn't even cross my mind. Like, that's just a freaking I'm just laying it out. It'll be that one person <laughs> who goes... Yeah, I, I find it's funny, and I find that funny, and I can tell you now that this is not funny. All my friends think I have a great sense of humor, but that was not funny. You know the <laughs> one, actually, that I just read not long before we came on air, is there was a Japanese scholar who is claiming that Disney princes are sexist and are sexually harassing the princesses in Disney movies. <laughs> the look on Josh's face, people right now can see. They literally are saying that in Sleeping Beauty, he is kissing an unconscious girl, which constitutes sexual assault. You know, just on this self sexual assault stuff, I was reading uh, this allegation against um, Aziz Ansari. Right? Yes. I'm not a fan of the guy. I, I actually find his humor to be quite stupid, um, and. No, I find that funny. I find that funny. That's not funny. Well, that's just my personal opinion. I don't give a crap. But so he, this girl comes up and she's like, I was sexually assaulted by Aziz Ansari. And in the story, she goes in, she goes, I went on a date with Aziz Ansari and then we went back to his place and we were kissing and then he went down on me and did this and he did that. And I didn't say no at the time. And then he, we were about to have intercourse. And I said, look, this is going too fast. I want to stop. Can we stop? And he's like, okay, fine. Let's just put it on the TV and we'll chill out. And then later on, we started kissing again. And it almost started again. And I said, look, I need to go. Can you call me a cab? He said, yep, that's fine. I'll call you a cab. That is fine. And, that ha- and that's it. And then the next day, she sent him a message saying, look, I felt like you were pressuring me to do stuff. And he goes, look, I, am, I apologize if that's how it felt. Caught in the moment. I didn't realize that you didn't feel the same way. I'm sorry. It will never happen again. Mm-hmm. Is that inappropriate behaviour, Ben? I don't think I can answer that anymore because, again, seriously, you're going to get a hire a prostitute, sign a legal document saying, I, I agree to this transaction, his money, we had intercourse, and then three days later they're going to claim rape. I mean, I'm sorry that's offensive, but, like, I mean, that's where we're heading to here. That's exactly right. And <laughs> it's a, a bad where... date. A date goes wrong. Oh, I shouldn't have really slept with that person. Oh, it's rape. Sorry. Yeah, well, that's it. And there was another thing that I saw I, on, on one of the Facebook groups. I remember, Rob, someone put, posted this picture of this really unattractive fat person wearing nothing with the caption saying, refusal. How did they get that picture of me? Yeah, I know. Refusal to sleep with someone based on their looks is called reverse rape, and it is just as bad as actual rape. Can we just ban the internet? <laughs> um, freaking weird. <laughs> Just, oh, remember the good old days without the internet? Remember the good old days when we, you know, did stuff and just... Oh. MSN like, Messenger is all I go back to. Oh, MSN Messenger, those are the days. And this is the ridiculous thing about this, is that we're kind of lucky we only have two listeners. 
Because if this was like a popular show, we would be considered sexists and racists and white male privilege and all this kind of stuff. Because again, we're not allowed to have opinions. Uh, and then we'll be accused of playing the victim card. Uh, I mean, it's just, it's ridiculous. It's it's just ridiculous. It really is. Um, it's, it's stupid. It is really stupid. <laughs> and I'm and again, this is where I have to reiterate the fact that I'm not talking down on victims of sexual assault or things like that because you know that is not what I'm trying to say here. I'm just trying to say of the the like it. This is where it's hard to even talk about this because what am I trying to say? It's it's this is where things get taken out of context and everything along those lines. It, it, it borders down to you know, where's the line now? Are we legitimately going to have to have consent forms um, oh, it, that have if, to be legally binding single, documents from the Australian government? <laughs> it, it, seriously, if I was single and, you know, doing doing what I used to do best, Nothing probably bait. suck at it right now. But anyway, <laughs> it's been a while. Um, so I, I, would, I would have a... a like this is where I think the whole the whole wingman thing the wingman is becoming more important these days because you're going to have the so you so you meet a girl in the bar you've got your wingman she's got Cinder. her side chick Cinder. or whatever yeah whatever okay whatever okay whatever you, you meet the person you have a second party who will verify and witness your signature on the consent form so all right you guys can go have fun and and I think that's the only way that anyone's going to be <laughs> protected in any manner shape or form because and if, have you noticed though. This is the, the, the sad thing, that every, the people who, who get um, all these uh, allegations laid, like laid on them, their careers, their lives are over. Nothing's gone to court. Nothing's been found truthful. In fact, there's been, t- like, um, I think I mentioned this last week, Jared, Jared Haynes, he got, uh, when he was in America, when he was playing for San Francisco, uh, he got accused of rape. The police said, no insufficient evidence there is nothing you can do he didn't do it he's not guilty he's come back a year and a bit later the girl's gone well if the police won't do anything i'm just going to do a civil lawsuit i'm going to sue him for something that he has been found innocent of doing and it's trial by media as you kind of say because that's basically you know i mean look if if you're in the vicinity of a celebrity and you can prove that you were in whatever i mean i could technically say james blunt sexually sexually assaulted me the day i interviewed him He, he groped my bum or he looked yeah, well, at Louise it, inappropriately it, and then put James that, Blunt it, in it. And that goes into the whole Taylor Swift thing. I think the whole I think oh. Taylor Swift was really the instigation of the whole thing. Not Harvey Weinstein, it was Taylor Swift because she was the one who got oh there's things to be had with this. Like there there's media attention, there's possible litigation, there's all these things going on. Yes, what did happen to Taylor Swift was found that that guy was found guilty of it. Yes, so he's been found guilty. He's a dickhead. But the way she went about it, yeah, she was a bit of a bitch. But anyway, you Don't still you still her. you still need an A-frame letter to snogger. So <laughs> I wouldn't. I wouldn't even if you paid me. No, yuck. That's, um, that's that's only because you would get a song written about you. No, um, like that's that that comedian who said like when when will Taylor Swift realize that maybe she's a problem. Um, you know, she's writing that many songs about it. There, I mean, it's it's kind of like the double standard side of it. There was, um, oh, Australian Survivor contestant Amy. I mean, she's great, great contestant and everything, but she was on the project, like, the day after she got voted out, and there was, like, obviously a stand-up comedian on there that she liked, 
and there was obviously some famous incident where she was dared by a friend to grope his penis in a photo, and the photo still existed, and they talked about it, and they just laughed it off. Ah, how hilarious. Other way around, sexual assault. Well, uh, well, here's the interesting one. Uh, I don't know if you listen to Ben Shapiro or anything like that. He's someone I listen to. He does a really good podcast. He comes out daily. And he, when all this started coming out, he goes, look at this. We, there was two proponents of this whole um, sexual assault stuff coming on. You had Katy Perry and uh, Ellen DeGeneres. And there's a photo of um, Katy Perry meeting Ellen DeGeneres, whatever her name is, DeGeneres, Dory. Uh, and all it is is Ellen DeGeneres staring right down Katy Perry's shirt right at her tatas Katy Perry is noticeably feeling very awkward in photo. you can see the photo and she's looking very very awkward in it. it but because it's Ellen because it's another female nothing bad will come of it if it was a guy doing this exact same thing as a photo taken on it that person would be run through the mud straight away yep there is no equality in any of any of the stuff going on mm-hmm. at all it's exactly. becoming very levered towards man-hating and no one can do anything about it without be, being labelled as a misogynist or sexist. Exactly. As soon as we speak up and try and speak out against it, we're automatically considered sexist and we should be locked in a cupboard with Kevin Spacey, Harvey Weinstein, and whoever else is the hot topic of the week this week. Who is it? Freaking uh, Craig McLaughlin and fucking who else? Don Burke and everyone else under the sun. Yeah. Well, when someone makes a mistake, right, this is a thing. Someone makes a mistake in the past. Do you think that should hurt their career and their livelihood? I mean, if it's against no, no, the law, no, like if it's a crime, like, sure, maybe. If, but even then, that's a fine line because you think about it. If I murdered you right now, right, and I got thirty years, hypothetically, it'd probably mm-hmm. be less because no one would care that you got killed. But like. I'd be out of jail in my 50s. And that's generally what prison is for, to serve your time for the sentence so that you have done the done the crime, do the time. So you come out yeah. and then it's it's about the prisoners, you know, being reformed and everything. And I know all the statistics, there's a bunch of prisoners who kind of go off and do it again, but there are obviously a general number of people who have gone to jail, they're regretful what they did, and they come out and they've changed. So we don't automatically judge them because that's wrong. Like, you're not allowed to judge criminals. So, okay... Hypothetically, Dustin Hoffman groped Meryl Streep or whatever it was that he's been accused of. Uh, you know, he's done it once, fair enough, inappropriate. Um, I get the argument, even at the time, if it's whatever, I understand it. But again, why, like, at what point does history, you know, I mean, it's, it's a weird conversation because then you would think Nazi war criminals still get prosecuted, what, 70 years later? You know what I mean? Like, mm. I don't know, but that's a criminal. Well, 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 well he, he, so here's my thing. <laughs> yeah, well, he, he, well, that's it. I'll get onto that in a minute too. So here's my thing. So look at um, oh, Hugh Grant. Okay. Yes. He is a very well-known and very successful actor. And just after he did uh, Four he Weddings and Funeral. from a man. Yeah. And well, a uh, 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 male dressed as a woman prostitute, yes. Yeah, okay. Sex worker. So, Sex worker. So, sorry. so, so he did something that is, you know, morally inappropriate. It hurt his career for a little bit, and then, but he was. Yeah, well, look at him now. He's still doing good movies. Robert Downey uh, Jr. Yeah, I was about to say Robert Downey Jr. He totally screwed up 
utterly went screwed up. Went on to be the richest man in Hollywood only a few years ago. Yeah. Uh, someone making comeback now, Mel Gibson. Exactly. That's in my opinion. A lot of people don't forgive Mel. Yeah, but the thing is, he's on the way back. Mm. Now, I I struggle to see a way back for some of these great actors who have literally had their names dragged through the mud because of allegations, not because of they've been like you like the the things that happened with the people just previously mentioned. They were found guilty. There was evidence about it. All of the stuff that's coming through now is it is hearsay. It is literally hearsay. No, I agree. Now yeah, it's touching boobs. <laughs> Sorry. It's fine. I'm always down to talking about touching breasts. Uh, with consent, of course. With consent. Yes, with consent. With consent. Now, the, the, here's, here's the thing, though, Ben. Here's the thing. You, you've seen the story in the media about the two girls at a music festival. Yes. Who were topless. Yes. Seriously, if you're going to... this, It has to be. Now, this... I, I think I talked about it last week, that you... Things don't just happen. Men don't just do things for the sake of doing them. And I'm some, saying this as carefully as I can. I some saw a do. story today where there was video footage of a guy. He literally walked up to a woman just walking into her door. He groped her on the bum and simply said, oh, I just had to. You have a nice ass and walked off. Now, that's not right. That, that, okay, yeah. That, there are dickheads like that, and they should be buried under the prison, quoting, um, uh, oh, Gotten his name, Bill Bill Burr, and, the comedian. Bill Burr should be buried in the prison. Which, yeah, I agree. And but you don't. Things don't. Okay, it takes a lot for most men nowadays to initiate sexual contract. It takes a lot. You have to know that the signals are there, and you're like, you're gonna go. Yeah, okay, cool. I, I think she's giving me the right. Okay, I'm gonna, I'm gonna make my move. I think it's okay. Now, when you are with a woman who is topless. You usually go, yeah, I think she's giving me the signals. <laughs> usually. Well, usually, I mean, okay? at a strip club, there's usually a few burly big bouncers giving me the evil eye. That's not generally the case. <laughs> Never been in a strip club? Wouldn't know. Um, so, no, as I was saying, the, if you – and I'm, I'm saying this, I'm not excusing – the behavior of the men doing inappropriate things. But at the same time, you also have to realize that the behavior that you do, which entices that behavior, has some fault to it. You can't it's, just say that it wasn't yeah. found. It's, it's okay? like, I mean, the, the yeah, like the whole free the nipple thing, don't get me started on that, but it's kind of like the fine line, which like going back to what I was saying about how um, – that man, that comedian was groped, right? And then I guess some people will then turn around and say, oh, well, you know, men generally accept that kind of behavior and men won't generally find that offensive. They like it, so therefore they won't report it. Or on the flip side, like if, if men are getting abused in the home by their partner, whether they're in a gay or a straight relationship, men generally won't report it. Now, that's that's the flip side of that to me is it's like if you're going to have this free the nipple movement, you're going to have women walking around the street going, hey, free the nipple, we're topless. You are going to get 100 men taking photos of you staring at your boobs because, sadly, that is how our DNA works. Now, the majority of our DNA does not make us go, oh, fuck, that woman's topless, let me touch it. We're just going to look and go, oh, she's got very nice breasts. The majority of us are well-trained enough to know there's a difference between looking and touching, all right. There are a few, and most of us will look in a nonchalant well way. 
But this is the thing. This is exactly it. And it's like, and this is where, again, you've got to have the flip side of things, right? If you have a, an attractive female who's wearing clothes, and uh, let me reiterate, a female is allowed to wear whatever clothes she wants, except for Hawthorne clothes, because then she's stupid. Uh, if they're in attractive clothes and we're going to check them out, that is not sexual assault. Because, well, okay, just bear with me here, people. Because, like, if you've got a bunch of men on a work site and you've got women sitting there oogling at them shirtless and all that, that's apparently acceptable. And how many times in the media do we now have to watch, you know, men being, you know, and that makes me uncomfortable. Like, I mean, you think of all the Marvel movies, for example, right? How many of them feature, like, shirtless Chris Hemsworth, whatever, and that sort of stuff, directed at the women. Yet if we all of a sudden had Gwyneth Paltrow in a bra in Iron Man 4, it's going to be labelled as sex. Look at all the, the Habib and crap that happened with um with the Jumanji movie when the first trailer came out and what's-the-name was in, like, a tight shorts and a top. Like, oh, that's sexist. They're sexualising her. If you actually see the damn movie, they're not sexualising her. It's kind of part they're of the showing, plot. They're, they're, <laughs> showing that they're showing the polar opposite between the real-life character and the visual exactly. in the in, in, in the, in the virtual character. And that's... And they do the exact same in the opposite when they put the hot chick in Jack Black's body. Yes, exactly. Can we just, like, accept that as human beings, we have eyes... Whether you are straight, gay, bi, whatever you are, you will check out whatever gender attracts you're attracted to. If you're a sick fuck, you will check out horses and other animals. Like, just, okay, there's a line. But, like, as in, Josh, you and I are straight males. We will observe the female form. Uh, Our respective partners are straight females, at least. We hope they are. And they will generally also appreciate the male form. Uh, yeah, I know no, no, gay I, men, I, I know lesbian women, they will do the same for the same gender, etc, etc, etc. Again, there's a line, 97, 98% of society can look but don't touch, all right? Okay, yeah, how's this? How's this? Okay, it's a true story. Me too, hashtag me too, okay? So I was working on a show, it was not a road show, uh, when I was working in the, in the theatre district in Hobart, and I was setting up a follow spot light at the back of the auditorium that we were in and I was standing on a on a rise that was about a meter and a half tall. So anyone who walked into the room, my crotch was in their face because that's just that's how I, I had to you, stand that's on how that you box. Meet people, Josh. Hi everyone. Yeah, hi, look at it. So it was no fault of my own. I was doing my job. I was setting up the follow spot. The stage manager came in who was a homosexual man and and what he did, he came up to me, he poked me in the cock and said, you're not hard, and walked away. Now. That's sexual assault. That, that, it is. It, that is sexual, sexual misconduct. It offended me. Semi-flattered me because my care. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> But it's the difference the between same... men and women right there. See, that's again why we don't report it. <laughs> and but the thing is though, I could report that, no one would believe me. And 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 going on to that, just saying just on that on that one thing that really bothers me, and that is during the whole yes no whatever campaign, I found it really difficult to take seriously those who promote sexual promiscuity very vigorously in parades and stuff who wanted to have a monogamous relationship by law. And that, that was, that's, uh, I just had to get that out because 
when you um, when you have a prisoner who says, "I want more laws to protect my family," yet I'm going to break them laws, it doesn't hold true. And all of the issues that I've ever had when it has come to sexual misconduct have been from other men who are homosexual. Kind of like how Aboriginals complain about Australia Day that it's Invasion Day, yet they're still happy to live under the current conditions in which they have been provided to because they were invaded. That's exactly right. <laughs> I'm sorry to like be like that offensive a lot to some people, but can we just establish that? <laughs> can we just establish the fact that they go off at us for something that we had no hand in for 200 odd years ago and they're defending people that they had no idea what they did 200 years ago and yet they live in a society in which they are living under the conditions presented to them because they were invaded. Like, if these were, like, the, the Aboriginal communities who lived in the conditions in which they were in prior to the English settling in this country, valid point, fair enough, yep, you probably have a right to complain. But they also don't have technology, so they probably can't be heard. And they probably don't even realise that we're here. I don't know. I don't. I've never been there. That's very <laughs> offensive. What I've said, but like, it's it's not. It's offensive to people who get offended by things that are factual. And that's the thing. A lot ignorant. of things. That, that's the word that, that uh, I'm looking for. No, ignorant. A lot of a lot of the things that people get offended by. Uh, it, it's it's because it, they're they're trying to argue with feelings and not facts. Opinions mean nothing. A factual evidence is what is needed, and in, in my opinion, it, let's go to the cashless card thing that they got going on in the Northern Territory. It's racist. You can't just do that to the indigenous people. You make you you're saying how they spend their money. And my answer is yes, because it's my money they're spending. I pay tax. They've got my money. No, they're not going to spend it on drugs. I'm not. I don't pay tax, so I can. I know that it's going to get spent on drugs and alcohol. I pay tax to know that I've got a road to drive on. I've got good water in the tank, and maybe for the poor people down the road who haven't got any bread in their cupboard, they can fill it up and maybe buy some Vegemite as well. Here's the thing, too, and we're going long here. We'll end this in a second. But okay, my question here is, and I don't know the full story, so again, I'm maybe being slightly ignorant here. I've only read the headlines. There was recently mm. in Victoria a lot of criticism done by the politicians there, the Premier, perhaps, I think, the Herald Sun got into trouble because they'd published all these things about, oh, African gangs are taking over Melbourne, you know, blah, 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 blah. Statistics are on the rise. African youths are involved in this sort of stuff. And I believe, statistically, it was shown that there has been a rise in African-related youth attacks. And people automatically like, it's racist. You're saying they're Africans. That, that's racist. Now, okay, statistically speaking, if that's correct, why is that any different to, as you and I would have known when we were under 25 and we were driving, we had to pay more on our insurance because statistically speaking, under 25-year-old males are more involved in car accidents. Therefore, that affects us because of our gender and our age. Now, answer me this, Josh. If Asian drivers were, statistically speaking, more involved in accidents and they were charged an Asian tax, would that be allowed? So that's an interesting thing because in my judgment of the Asian driver comes from every single time I have been in a car with an Asian driver. And I'm not – no, I, I, you can laugh all you want. I'm speaking truth. 
the, every time I've been in the car with an Asian driver, I have been in an almost near on head on. And that comes from, okay. can I just say it? That comes from go to Asia and you will see how they drive. And I'm trying to, I've been to Malaysia and I have seen how they drive. And the words road rules are not a thing in Malaysia. They just get in yeah. the car, press accelerate and hope they don't crash. Yeah, that's it. And that's it. And that's not me saying that Asians are bad Cold. at all because no, it, it's, and it's just a stereotype that has some truth to it. There's probably some really good Asian drivers out there. As a matter of fact, Ben, you can answer me this. Are there any Asian F1 drivers? Currently, no. <laughs> there we go. Point proven. Now. And they've never really been any that successful. <laughs> but they're really good at table tennis and mathematics. That's a proven fact. Okay. And I'm not being racist. It is a traditional thing. When you go, yeah, Asian, yeah, they're good at making TVs and playing ping pong. Now, <laughs> shaking his head, but it's true. Now, when you think you of an Australian... You that out, but I've just clearly left it in, so... <laughs> now, now the thing the thing with the whole... Um, the African gangs in... in in um, what you call in Victoria. Now the thing is, I was listening to the report by there was um, it, I think it was on uh, Outsiders. Mark Lathan's Outsiders was doing a story on it, and he was they. This was all coming from shop owners in Victoria, and go, we can't do anything. We've got these little gangs coming into our store, and they they are African kids between the ages of thirteen and nineteen, and they just come in. They run, they grab, and they leave. There is nothing we can do, and it's it, and that's like a hundred store owners have said all this, right? Yeah, I'm not trying to be racist again, and I'm, I'm saying this in a very serious manner. There is an issue. There is an issue in Victoria. There was an issue in Tasmania, not with violence, but with just a with how the different traditions of the Sudanese people, when they came to Hobart, there was a big issue with just how they meshed with the with the culture in Hobart. They did not want to mesh. They wanted to take over in a way. And I don't, I'm not trying to, be, as I said, I'm very trying to be very careful of the words I use. But you could see they would walk onto a bus. They wouldn't pay their fare. The bus driver would not move the bus until they paid their fare or got off the bus. And that became a big issue in Hobart back in, I think it was like the early 2000s. And I, I don't know what it's like there now because I, I haven't been to Hobart on public transport for a while now. But that was I know that was a massive issue back in the day. And that is because these are new cultures coming to our country and they're not, not having the resources to assimilate into the culture. Yeah. No, I agree, and it's it's yeah, it's it's, and it's tricky because if you call them out for it, like I remember there was a story maybe ten or so years ago where a politician had called out um, African immigrants because I, as far as I'm aware, and through ones that I knew, like it, things like deodorant aren't a thing that are used in many African countries. It's just not part of how they are. And I'm not trying to say that's all. Mm. I just there are some cultures that don't know how to do it. Well, I shouldn't say don't know how to do it. It's just not something. It's like flossing in Australia. We don't floss in Australia. Yeah, you say that to an American or a Canadian, they look at us like we're the dirtiest people on the planet. So yeah. there was a politician who called out and said, like, "Hey, we should really teach some of these African immigrants some hygiene so that they can wash better and use deodorant." Automatically, she was labelled a racist because she like it's like. 
that's not racism. That's just personal hygiene and cultural misunderstandings. It's like if, if as a female, if a female goes to a Muslim country, they've got to cover up. That's just, we know that as travel. Well, most people know that as travelers. And yet it's always going to be in the news. Oh, an Australian in Bahrain was caught, you know, kissing their partner on the beach and they got sent to jail because you're not allowed to do that. You respect the country's laws that you go to and their cultures. We might not personally agree with it, but it doesn't matter. Yeah. We're in another country. We respect their laws. It's no different to if they come to our country. It's not about being racist and saying things like, oh, you know, we grew here, you flew here, things like that. You can simply say you are in a, a different country. This is how we are in this country. Please respect our cultures and traditions. By all means, you know, whatever. But put some deodorant on. That's not racist. That's no, it's not. It's, 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 it is so simple in just saying look racism is saying go back to where you came from exactly we're saying we want you to be in our group yes, come over come here, here. But come to, here but but have a shower put it's some not, deodorant it's, it's and don't be a dickhead but it's like it's like i'm sure you've seen those toilets where they've got the little picture of like this person squatting on the the toilet saying no don't squat you sit and that's purely because in several Asian countries, they don't have Western toilets. They squat over a little pit in the toilet. So Asian people will stand over a toilet and break the bowl and injure themselves because that's how they're raised. So that's why you have one of those signs on toilets. For us, they're hilarious because like, oh, what dickhead would fucking stand on the toilet and squat? Again, I've been to Malaysia. I've seen toilets that like are like that. And you're like, holy, what the hell am I meant to do with this? You know what's scary about those toilets? I've seen them too in Hong Kong. And here's the scary thing. There's no door. No. <laughs> you, you're squatting there. You know, you're trying to push it out. And then you've got these like 10 people walking past you. And you're like, he gone. <laughs> that's, that's the best thing I always have to explain to people. Well, I don't know if this is a knife. It comes to urinals, right? Like, I hate urinals i will only use a urinal if i have to use one if all the cubicles are full because as i try to explain to females like imagine you sit down to pee and it's just a row of 10 toilets and you've sat down and here's jenny next to you and regina next to you and you're like hey you going oh you're doing a wee are you that's nice like again the difference is women are generally social in the bathroom men it just don't even say a word just stand there look straight ahead <laughs> there's laws you don't talk until you're finished. You don't look. You don't look. You never look. Ever. Unless you're in, like, flamingos, and then they look and they touch. And then that hashtag me too. I have been to, like, flamingos in Hobart. I was groped. I was pinned against a wall. I had hands shoved down my pants. None of it which I enjoyed. None of it which was consensual. Yet could I accuse those people of sexuals? And I know the people who did it. I've got two names going through my no, head right now, and I'm probably and I'm probably correct. <laughs> I don't think you would know this person in particular, Josh. It's always fun. Anything else you was wish to add? No, it was Grinder, wasn't it, Ben? Uh, that that's been deleted now that I'm no longer single. Uh, what do do you have to anything else to add before we close this off? I hate the Greens party. I really <sighs> do. Oh, sorry, that was. <laughs> Just let everything else in. May as well burp at the end. Um, always a pleasure, Josh. Um, thank it you was a fairly political segment, wasn't it, man? Clearly. And again, if we had listeners, we would be labelled certain things. But um, this is the one time we're proud that we don't have listeners. So, uh, Josh, 
Thank you. Thanks, Ben. Thank you. So, we still have... Uh, well, we had a Canadian on, but I think she's just choking to death. Are you okay? Do you need... A, she she went to swallow some water, and then she somehow choked halfway through. And it went up my nose. My <laughs> nose is hurting. Um, I don't actually know what just happened there. Um, I was going to say, we still have a Canadian with us. Her name is Mallory Foster, and she's slowly... Nasal cavities for pain. Her nasal cavity... 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 Her nose is in pain. Um, now, you, are you, are you... Do you need a moment? Are you okay? I'm okay. Okay, so you were very excited to record with me last week. You... That's a lie. No, well, hang on. Just let backtrack. You were nervous. Correct. But after we had finished, you enjoyed the experience. Yes. And then you, yourself, came up with your own segment. You were like, when we record next week... We can burp on the episode. Uh, no, we- <laughs> but I took the microphone away so you couldn't hear it. It's not the worst end that's been coming out of all week. Um, I think... <laughs> Don't ever feed Mallory cauliflower. Um, you came... <laughs> She's giving me a look. Um, you explain what you said. Um, yes, so last week after we recorded... Well, after we recorded, mm-hmm. we went and saw Sam. We did. Is that true? We did, yes. yes. That's true. And Sam has a man cave. He does. Ben one day wants a man cave. I do. And so as we were leaving, I asked Sam whether or not his wife brings him snacks to the man cave. And he said no. Now, I personally think that snacks should be brought to the man cave. And so my question was just, is that a fair assumption and question to ask? Should a wife bring a husband snacks to their man cave. Now, okay, um, what year are we in? 2018. So, like, this is where I have to be careful here. Judge based on what I said, uh, the Josh segment, which I am not sure in terms of that's already played or we're about to play that yet on this episode. I will put these all together when I edit them together. Um, but look, I, I like the idea. That is a it's, a, it's a solid idea when it comes to uh, a man cave. However... Uh, some people would say that that is outdated, that opinion, would you not believe, in 2018? I think that people would definitely say that, and people would get mad at me for thinking that women should be bringing men snacks to their man cave. So, okay. But how else will they get snacks? They can't make food for themselves. <laughs> now, that's a sexist viewpoint. Um, <laughs> True. <laughs> I Okay, so hypothetically, in a hypothetical world, you burp on air. We have we have a house together. After we have, you know, signed visa documents and stuff, and it's all it's all for visa reasons. All right, like we don't actually like each other, but I have a man cave, which probably by like twenty thirty will be called a gender gender neutral human cave, because um, it would probably be considered sexist by twenty thirteen to have the words man cave in a sentence. Um, so therefore, I you would bring me snacks because you felt you would feel that is your duty as a um, I don't want to say woman because that's sexist, <laughs> a human. Yes. Yes. I don't know how to answer that question. I'm not really clear on what the question was. Uh, welcome to the brink. That's generally what happens. I'll ask a question and pretend to know what I'm talking about, and then I just fail miserably. Okay. Yeah. Well. 
The question is, is yeah. that you would bring me snacks because you felt you would feel that that is your duty Not to me time, as oh, yes, my. Bring you snacks. What snacks would you bring me? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> well, I want to make sure that these are decent snacks. Like weird I'm going to do piggy. Australian snacks. What's a weird Australian snack? Oh, party pies. Pa- oh, look at you, party pies, not sausage rolls. No, I was thinking about mini sausage rolls, but then I realized that they wouldn't make it to the man cave because I would eat them all. Okay, but you don't particularly like the party pies. No, no, they're weird. Dumplings? Do you like dumplings? Uh, dim sims. Oh yes, dim sims. I don't know if I can learn how to cook those. Well, I don't think anybody really cooks them. I think they just get what's left over, put them in some batter, and stick them in the deep fryer. Yeah. That's a dim sim. Other snacks? Oh, taquitos. Taqui- t- now, what are those? They're like um. Tiny burritos, kind of? Tiny burritos, kind of. Well, like thin burritos. Thin burritos. So burritos on a diet. Is that a bad joke? I feel like I did not (laughs) explain these very well. They're little roll-ups of cheese and meat and general yumminess. General yumminess. Uh, (laughs) Isn't Isn't that that song about Justin Bieber? No, that's Desposito. This is a taquito. A taquito. Okay, but for our listeners at home, you can't actually see this. Oh, it's like a spring roll. No. Well, it's like a spring roll, but not a spring roll. It's like a white person spring roll. Right. Okay, so... No, because they're filled. No, they're filled with like. <laughs> no, they're filled with like burrito toppings. Okay, okay it's a Mexican. Can I can roll. I just back up and say that when we we're, we're being you know stereotypical here of of race. <laughs> That I would consider burrito flavoring <laughs> to be that of Latin descent, um, not particularly white, but white person would be I don't know uh, cheeseburger in a. So that actually sounds quite nice. You can bring me mini cheeseburgers. Yes, I can yeah. bring you mini. But okay, but like, I like the idea. I do, and I would appreciate very much you bringing me snacks. Thank you. That that would show a step in our relationship. However, I feel as though that what would be the other side of that? So, would you... I mean, you don't have a girl cave. I mean, what what would you have? What I mean, I don't want to say a sewing room. I, I mean, are you a sewer? Like, I, that's... I don't a know. A craft room? A craft room. I don't know. Sorry, a craft room. Uh, would you? Yeah. Would you? What would you, you... You would have, like, a food room. <laughs> you would... <laughs> <laughs> the kitchen is my room, apparently. <laughs> now that's sexist, Ben. Um, but I mean, would I be able to bring you snacks in, in said the room? Well, yes, you would be eating the snacks in the kitchen. <laughs> but what I'm saying is, is like if you had a craft room, craft, 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 craft room, craft, craft. I say craft, you say craft. Hilarious, haha. We've got different accents. Um, <laughs> would, you, would I? This is a really long-winded question to get a simple yes or no from. Can I bring you snacks to yes. your craft craft room? Yes. Okay. Oh, is that a real question? Can I bring you snacks? But I want to make this obviously like obviously you can bring me snacks. A fair situation. I'm the most, the most, the most person who loves food. The person who loves food. I'm the most. the most person that loves food. You really speak English good on podcasts in I Australia. I do. Yes. I speak. Very, very <laughs> English. You speak very English. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, Mallory Foster. She speaks very English. She's great. Um, so, But you were intrigued as to why Sam's lovely wife, Jess, who was on this segment in this episode briefly on the cricket, does not bring Sam snacks. True. 
I was. Which... I was in shock, honestly. I guess she wasn't home. That is also true. But I asked Sam. I said, Sam, does Jess bring you snacks? And he said no. But the difference is, we both know who wears the pants in that relationship. So I would feel Sam would bring the snacks to Jess. <laughs> Interesting point. Come on. We all think it. We all know it. Poor Samuel. I, I, I the other day, got Jess a, What did I buy her? A side? Well, I didn't buy it. She gave me the money. But she did walk to the bar to get said cider. Yes. Yes. Okay. What other rules do you think... You were already going to the bar. I'm confused by this story. Again, anyway. welcome to moving the break. On, moving on. What other rules do you feel are in place then for a house when it comes to snacks bringing to the respective other? Like if I'm watching the footy with my mates, which you'll be one of them because you're a big Carlton <laughs> fan, would you therefore be uh, bringing snacks to me while I'm watching the footy? Uh, I know that the correct answer to this question is yes. No, I don't want the correct answer. I want what you believe is... Like, what would you do? I believe that I would not be in the house on a football night. In the house? Yes. But you would be watching it with me because you're a big football fan. Correct. (laughs) Because you love the... Carlton Blues. Oh, look at you. Look at that. You are. That was a very scripted answer for but, but all of you listeners. Can I just say that you actually haven't watched a full game of this, so you True, don't actually... probably watched five minutes. Like, so. You've watched some cricket, and you're like, okay, but the football was so much more exciting. Um, yes. Video games night, but you'll be playing with me, so... See, yeah, that's the problem. If we are doing these things together, I am not going to be bringing you the snacks. The snacks are just going to magically appear. This is why we would have a by, maid. Uh, Uber Eats. By Uber Eats. See, we don't have Uber Eats in Hobart. Do you have Uber Eats in Victoria? No, we don't have Uber. You don't have Uber? Well, unless they passed it since I how do left. You, how do you get places in Victoria? You have to get taxis. Or a bus. Ew. Who got just, do you have trains? No. Okay, we don't in Tasmania either. We have a very small city. Do you? Really? Um, well, I mean, it's an interesting topic, but okay, here's my question for you then. I want you to discuss this, because I did ask this to Sam, I believe, on our section at David Bartlett's 50th, which I think is to come in this episode. You are a sauce in the fridge girl. Yes, no, I now am. Now explain this. Well, you see, mm. the ketchup bottle, mm. or barbecue sauce, or tomato sauce, as you people call it, has this little note on the back that says, refrigerate after opening. Okay. Now, okay, fair enough. Now, you and I had this debate yesterday, and I feel like we're going to repeat ourselves later on in this episode when we bring this up again, because we're just repeating ourselves, repeating ourselves for the sake of it. Uh, why, then, do they store it on the shelf in a supermarket? Preservatives. But that, okay, that doesn't really answer the question. I don't hand. know. <laughs> <laughs> so, your argument is it says on the bottle. Okay, the other thing, though, the other thing, honestly, that I like about keeping my tomato sauce in the fridge. <laughs> I'm sorry, your what? Your tomato sauce? Where are you from? Hello, my tomato sauce is not in the fridge. <laughs> Did I throw you off your topic? Yes. Okay, the other thing that I like about keeping ketchup in the fridge is that when you have your fries and you put cold ketchup on them, it, like, makes it bearable to eat super hot fries because then you put your tongue on, like, the cold part and then it doesn't burn your tongue as bad. That actually kind of sounds gross. No, so good. That really does not sound like something that I would enjoy. Um, Okay, what other weird things do you do in Canada? (laughs) We play ice hockey. Which, actually, it's just hockey, thank you. Um, I don't know where this segment's going. I think we're going to do another segment with you, and we're going to ask you those 500 questions, right? Because Yes. You, all 501 grow. In, well, I, again, your mother might be listening, so I think some of those questions probably we shouldn't ask, um, because you wouldn't be able to answer them. 
It's that simple. Uh, I just want to try something oh, here. Ready? Hey, Link, come over here for a second. I don't think you've ever been on one of our shows. I'd like the world to introduce to my nephew. Uh, now, see what the, see what Mallory's holding here. Would you like to talk into lovely it? Lovely thing. Would you like to say hello? All you have to do is say hello. My name is Link. No, you don't want to. Okay. Link's watching a video. So my nephew Link, he's outside with us right now. He's joined us. He's watching a video and he doesn't want to. I wouldn't sit on that Link. That might break. You might hurt yourself. He's completely ignoring the he's instructions. He's going to do it anyway. <laughs> Good moment. If you wish to come over and say hello, you're allowed to. If you'd rather watch your video, you can do that. It's entirely up to you. You could be a radio star if you want to be, Mr. Flash. Okay. Um, Mallory? We will come back. We will ask you 501 questions. Yes, we will. I will add one to it just because <laughs> I can. Uh, but thank you for this riveting explanation <laughs> of man caves, uh, and food, ketchup. and ketchup. Uh, hey, Link, question for you. Where do you store your sauce? In the cupboard or in the fridge? There you go. Okay, I think this is an Australian versus Canadian thing, not a person-to-person thing. I don't know. Yeah, and I think in this case... Australia wins. Hello. Hi. Hello. That's all three of us. That's a recording. No, welcome everybody back to the brink. Um, Mallory's choking to death. We are, Where are we, Samuel McCrossan? Oh, we're at David Bartlett's 50th birthday party eating cake pops. I'm drinking free Coca-Cola, which is actually flat and disgusting. And you just had a free raspberry. I did. It was good. Out of ten, what would you give it? Uh, if I was a small child, a ten. But if you're not a small child, I know you're quite an age discrepancy between yourself and me, but please make our listeners beware that you're not a small child and everything is legal. Like a six? A six. No, you're not six. You gave it a six out of ten. Correct. Now, uh, you, you were not familiar with the name David Bartlett until all of two and a half hours ago, were you? I was not, but he provided free food and it was good. And you can now officially say you've been to somebody's birthday who's on Wikipedia? Yes. And how do you feel about that? That's good to know. Uh, Sam, you are very much aware of David Bartlett? Oh, certainly am, Ben, yes. Uh, former Premier. Now, now, somebody who often voted for his uh, opposition, uh, how, would you, how would you rate David Bartlett's 50th celebrations? Very good, Ben. It's been very enjoyable. Very, everything, everyone's been very hospitable. Do you think Will Hodgson would have provided a better 50th? Don't know. What, what do you think he'd do at his 50th? Uh, probably have Geelong people there or something like that, or you know, Flying Malcolm or something like that. Do you think it'd get a bit out of control? Oh yeah, I think I think I think Willie's a bit more on the Terps and David. You reckon? And I know they're both they're both very good family men. Yeah. But uh, I just I just feel that uh, I mean we saw Will on the guitar the other day, so you know I reckon he'd get a little bit you know out of control. Reckon he'd get on the gas a bit more? Well, you got to you got to establish here our very good friend Rodney Hunt. He's of course playing here in the uh, the Neil Young tribute band. Uh, but of course, uh, Mr. Hodgson played in a Violent Femmes, well, the Violent Femmes, not Violent Femmes tribute band. Violent Femmes probably a little bit more uh, rock and roll than Neil Young. Yeah, so maybe his party be a bit more rock and roll. Yes, no, no offense to Canada, of course, Mallory, about Neil Young not being rowdy and rock and roll. Who's your, what's your favourite Neil Young song? I'm just looking up songs so I can think of one. Um, I don't know any of them. I don't know if he did Old Man River or not. I don't think that was Neil Young. Um, 
Sam, how would you sell John Farnham to Mallory? Oh, well, he's got the... He had the, he had the beautiful blonde locks, didn't he? A nice mullet. Johnny, yes, iconic Australian. Uh, very, very good music. What would you rate as a better song? Sadie, the cleaning lady, you're the voice, or chain reaction? Oh, chain reaction. Oh, yes. Uh, old Johnny gives me a chain reaction every time, I tell you. What about Sadie, the cleaning lady, versus Cold Chisel's iconic Australian anthem, K-San? Oh, I'd have to go K-San. What about this song playing right now, or Sadie, the cleaning lady? Uh, Sadie the Cleaning Lady. Good call. All right, Mallory, we've found one. What are we listening to? I'm not connected to the internet. She's not connected to the internet. That's a good Neil Young song. That is a good Neil Young song. Um, I don't think I've ever heard a Neil Young song before. You're listening to one right now. Oh, well, maybe I have, but um, they don't ring any bells, Ben. Now, now, this... We could Shazam him and it would come up with... Try it. Let's see how good Rod is as Neil Young. Exactly, and let's test out how good the Shazam program is. Have you? Are you a Shazam man, Sam? Oh, very much so, Ben. I, I love a Shazam. You good at Shazam in the morning? I'm a, I'm a Shazam man, and uh, morning, noon, or night, love a Shazam. I love a good Shazam after breakfast. And uh, Mallory is listening to Down by the River. Down by the river, out on the street. No, that's um, that's Creedence Clearwater Revival. Great song, that one, Ben. Down much, by the corner, much, out on the street. Much better than Neil Diamond, I can tell you. Is that what they're playing, Neil Diamond? Yes, yeah, so he's a Neil Diamond. No, Neil Young. I know who Neil Diamond is. Neil Diamond is Sweet Caroline, am I not mistaken? Yes, that's... Sweet Caroline. Bum, bum, bum. Look, uh, there's a, there appears to be some uh, confusion, Ben. I understood they were playing at Neil Diamond. Oh, I thought it was a Neil Patrick Harris. Uh, I thought this was Barney Stinson. Uh, wrong, wrong club. Ah, wrong Neil. What about Neil Armstrong? Where does he fit in all this? Uh, he's dead. Is he really? He sadly died a couple of years ago. Rest in peace, Neil. Um, so, seriously, Neil Armstrong died. That's sad. Sorry to break the news for you. <laughs> Did you... Okay. Uh, do you know John F. Kennedy died? Anyone? Anyone? Bueller? No? Um, we have had to, to establish the greatness of David Butler's 50th. Mm. Free burgers, yep. to which we were promptly looked over multiple times, were we not? That is true. Then we had free fries with very good sauce. Yeah, very nice sauce. I was, I, I was more on the sauce, actually. Um, that was more important to me than the fries. Speaking of on the sauce, there's been free alcohol. We've had a couple of these. There's some very nice-looking Sundays there. That looks quite appealing. That was our favourite waitress. She liked us. Yes. Um, free alcohol. So you've had two beers. Yes. I've had one beer and a cocktail. You've had a cocktail. How would you rate that cocktail out of ten? Like a two. Yeah, it wasn't the best, was it? It was sangria with all the good fruit. Yeah, yeah what she said. Uh, and a free Coke, which is pretty rubbish. Flat, not very nice. No, yeah, no, it was it was a bit flat actually. No, I had to, have to yeah, but but uh, no, look, never look a gift horse in the mouth, Ben. True. Free ice cream. I had vanilla bean, which was very vanilla. As I just hiccup on air, that's embarrassing. Um, and cake pop. Yes, the cake pop was the best part of the evening. What about Paul? Actually, the burger was pretty good. The burger was good. That sauce. Awesome. I've heard this song before. There was cucumber on the burger, and you ate it, by the way. Was there? There was. And you just tell me that now? Yep. Relationship over. Um, 
We got a selfie with David Bartlett? We, we did, we did. I'll have to get a copy of that from you, Ben. Yes. You, you also got a selfie with David Bartlett? I did, I took the selfie, in fact. You really did? I, yes. Very good selfie-taking skills. Mallory's just like, why are we doing this? She wants to record when we get home because we've got, a, we've got good topics of conversation. Here's a question for you, Samuel McCrossan. Sauce. Tomato sauce? Yes. Barbecue sauce? How do you store it once you open it? Well, I've always been a, a cupboard man, Ben. Um, yes, I, li- I, like, I like my uh, saucer in the closet, but um, my wife is a, a fridge woman. Now, Mallory, explain to Sam here what you do. We store it in the fridge because on the bottle it says refrigerate after opening. Oh, but they're, they're doing that for, like, you know, just in case. But it's not really supposed to be in the cupboard, is it? So why, why do you buy it on the shelf in the supermarket? Preservatives. But you don't need to put it in the fridge. Preservatives. But you don't need to put it in... Preservatives. Okay, I got, here's a question for you, Sam. I got told off for this last night. Now, Mallory and I, we met on Tinder... You, uh, you have uh, not been single enough in the age of Tinder, so you would not be aware of the usage of it. What? Hi. Hi. I thought you said something. No. Now, I had a rule on Tinder that if the girl did not reply to me within 24 hours, no. I removed her because I thought, well, she didn't want to talk to me. So, <laughs> is that a good call or a bad call? Uh, well, no, I, 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 just in case, like, you know, like, if the chick that you've aligned with, or however it works, is say, what if she's off, like, um, going on a eight-day bushwalk or something, and, like, she's really interested, you cut her off, like, after 24 hours, then... Yeah, okay, my quick, okay, I see the point, I see what you're doing, but could the said girl not say, hey, I'm really interested... Going on a bushwalk for eight days will message you when I get back. But then, Ben, why isn't she inviting you on the bushwalk? Because I've known her for about 13 hours. Okay, yeah. And I'm not Chris Hemsworth and don't have a good set of abs. I'm thinking, I'm thinking, I'm thinking wait 10 days. 10 days? What if she's in the car park and she's like, oh, gee, he's a bit of all right. Whoosh, I'll take him. And then off she goes on a bushwalk, doesn't get back for 10 days to the car park. Get phone reception again. Okay, look, I see it, and I think what you're doing is you're thinking from somebody who looks like me perspective because I should wait 10 days because if I get a match, I should take it when I get one. Yourself, Sam, you know, you're a good-looking rooster. I'm using that term again. I like that terminology. Good term, mate. Yeah, if you were on Tinder, you would have matches coming out of your ear roll. Well, I'm not sure about that, Ben. Oh, let's try it. Let's put him on Tinder. Come on. Don't tell Jess. A fake Tinder account? Yes. Not fake. Right now. She yes. just wants to match you. She's like, I'm downloading Tinder too. <laughs> yes. No, Tinder would have made things interesting back in the day, I'll tell you. Yeah. I mean, the last time I met someone, it was in a chat room. Oh, in yeah, a chat room. Now, how did you meet Jess? You met her at a party, didn't you? Yeah, my sister's birthday party. Yeah. That's right. Your sister, Lucy, good friend of ours on the show, good friend of mine. Yes. Yeah. I thought I'd establish that. We should have grabbed David as he walked. What do you reckon? Should we get? Should we grab David for a little chat? Do you, he's holding absolutely. his drumsticks. He's holding his drumsticks. Oh, he's about to go drum. Yeah. Okay, let's 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 try something here, Sam. I just want to. I want to sneak up. I just want to. He's he's talking to the bros here, and I don't know how we're going to do this. I'm just going to wait. 
I feel like I feel like we're going to be rude. You hear Rod playing in the background still. Do you think we can achieve our goal here? Well, yeah. Right, here we go. Hang on. Can I really... Oh, he's getting dacked. I just want to quickly say, David, we're recording for the podcast. Brink, you love our show. Now, while you get dacked, you're about to play the drums. Happy birthday, first of all. Thank you. You're about to play the drums. Yes. Now, what can we expect from you playing the drums? Probably... Some bad timing, yep. uh, some missed beats, some shock and drum rolls where I don't come back in on the one, yep. uh, and much of a muchness, really. Sounds like your political career. <laughs> Is that a fair assessment? or Fair, fair, harsh. I can harsh say that now. Fair. Yep. All right. Well, uh, happy birthday. I thought we'd just at least say hello to you since we are at your party. Excellent. But, uh, it's been a long time since you've been in the brink. at the party. Yes, yes, exactly. Woo. Indeed. There's always a party when the brink's here. Always a party when the brink's here. But using that as a soundbite. Thank you very much. Do it, alright. Rock in the free world, I've heard that song. Keep on rocking in the free world. That was a good quip there, Ben. You know that song? I do. There's a new, that was a good, that was a very good quip. That was very, very sharp, very sharp. Thank you, thank you very much. That's a good call, good call. I'm witty. Um, the cake is moving. Oh, so this is like the actual cake now. But this is the waitress that does not like us. Right, so this is the racist waitress. Correct. Should we go up to the racist waitress and say, why are you racist? No. No? Bad call? Oh, no, I think I think it should be confronted, Ben. <laughs> Do you not like Canadians? Wait, me? No, I meant the racist. <laughs> what I do you prefer, I... Canadians or Australians? What is the correct answer to this question? You're with an Australian, but you're a Canadian. This is a tricky call. True. This could, like, you could alienate me. Form but you can the alienate rest your... of my family and friends. No, I think the correct answer is Canadians, because you've only known me for a short amount of time. Sure. Okay, we're broken up now. Oh, well, visa. Next person. Mr. O'Byrne. Hello. We're recording right now. Are we going live? Let's say yes. We're going live in delay. Yes. How are you, sir? Oh, I'm tickety-boo. Yes, you are. Tickety-boo this afternoon, yes. You are, are you in election mode today or are you in uh, have a good afternoon mode? I, I, well, election mode is have a good afternoon mode, isn't it? Surely. Surely they are not mutually exclusive in terms of how you feel. Depends on... Depends on the campaign, of course. 2014, yep. they would be exclusive. Yes. This year, not so much. Let's take a bit more seriously this yeah, time. That's right, yeah. You know, not be yeah. as relaxed. Yeah. How, how are you feeling right now in terms of... I mean, it hasn't been called yet. No, no, it'll be called... My pick will be called next uh, weekend. Australia Day long weekend for March 3rd. Uh, so it's all about getting ready for the button to be pressed and away we go. So yeah, I'm, I'm a bit more zen about it this time around than I have been in previous elections so we'll just see how we go i really like your social media-ness if that's a word you're very savvy on those videos I, there was one i liked where you're kind of out there shaking people's hands you're being yeah. friendly with people and like <laughs> smiling around like, like like a real person lots of training yeah yeah it takes a lot of hard work to pretend to be like a real person how many how many cuts did you do Were you uh, like, no no i wasn't friendly enough to I'm, it sure, again. I'm sure i had a funny old grin on my face there no lots of cuts yeah but no i appreciate it we've We've worked pretty hard. Social media now is a big part of the campaign. You compare it to 2014 and even 2010, but it's on a different scale these days, and it's where a lot of people get their news. We're going to do this properly, I think, at another time before the uh, the election, but one thing I remember, 2010, <laughs> yeah. sitting on the floor of the, the count when they used to have the room at the casino. I remember the interview. You were the first you remember. interview. Yeah, you guys were right at the front. It was yes. the first interview I gave 
as a presumptive elected candidate. Look at that. Yeah, we yeah. are memorable. Absolutely. Yes. No, yes. It was a big night. <laughs> and you, no, you supported the Olympic bid, and that obviously turned out very well, didn't it? That did. We, I'm not giving up on that dream. Tokyo <laughs> okay, won't be able to have it, so it's we'll take over. It's a slow fire. It's a slow burn. It's yeah. a very slow burn, yeah. but I'm not giving up on that dream. I'm glad. I'm glad. So when you are going to, what, be Deputy Premier when Beck gets elected? Oh, or... look, I'll be, I'll be happy to be the dishwasher just to be in a government, I reckon. The dishwasher minister. That's right. That'd, That'd be, be a thing? It's a hospitality thing. All right, okay. Yeah. Well, David, we will chat to you properly. Enjoy the night. We're waiting to see other David on the drums. Are you going to get up there and play anything? Um, well, there is rumours that we might get up and do a song, but oh. but we'll see how we go. Okay, we look forward to it. Cheers. Nice to chat. All right. It's roaming. Sorry. <laughs> this is what we do. We roam and talk. Yes. I'm learning. So if I did this with your family and Canadians, how do you think they would take me? They would think you were crazy. Am I crazy? Yes. Is that why you're with me? No, maybe. You know, um... You've actually been very well behaved tonight in terms of you've only had one alcoholic beverage. That's true. But are you trying to be the DD? Should this is I? Coke. That's Coke. This is Coke. No. I liked you driving last night. That was fun. Did we just lose Sam? Oh, no, there he is. Hi. Here, here I am. Yes. Yeah. I'm back. Do you chat to David? Do you have a good friend? Sorry? Did you chat to your good friend, Miss O'Burn? No, the very nice fella. Very nice fella. And now the racist waitress is... No. All right. She doesn't work, does she? She walks right by us. You know what they say about people when they ignore you? They like you too much. She's coming back, she's coming back. Here we go, here we go. Cake, cake, cake. No, no, hey, hey, uh, uh. She just looked straight at us again and went away. You know why? She's a Hawthorne supporter. I, I reckon. She's I reckon. a Liberal voter. Oh, no. We're going to end this right now, I feel. We've had a good collection of Davids and chats, and we'll speak to you more in this episode. Yes. You're beautiful. Thanks. Sam, you're also beautiful. Oh, thank you very much, Ben. That means a lot to me. Thank you. Neither of you return the favour and call me beautiful, but that's fine. Uh, we'll speak to you all very, very shortly as we continue the break. Welcome back. Mallory is just uh, speaking Canadian to me, I believe. <laughs> yes, it's its own language. Now, just like Australian is its own language. <laughs> what is the most Canadian word that you can think of that perhaps an Australian wouldn't know? Took. Took. Well, uh, well, okay, that's a good call. Some Most Australians I would go out on a limb and say would not know what a toque is. When I talk about toques, people here just look at me with this blank expression, which is probably how I look at them 90% of the time. So, yes. There is a look. Uh, again, I mainly find it in America, not Canada, because I feel Canadians are more intelligent than Americans and will actually... Thank you. Like, And I'm not just saying this. Americans will have that look on their face like, you're speaking another language to me. They, just, they hear an accent, you're foreign, I'm not going to listen to you. Uh, and they will always have that blank look on their face as if to say, like, I do not know what you're saying to me right now. Yes, that's the look I have on my face most of the time in this country. I generally can read it. Um, but, so, a lot of segments we've had on this show over the last uh, three, four months have involved our emergency questions uh, by our beloved comedian-slash-podcaster uh, Richard Herring. And we've had a lot of entertainment with this. You asked me a few of these last week, so I, I thought it was appropriate for me to ask you a few today. Now, I'm going to actually go right to the very beginning, and I'm going to choose the appropriate ones, because uh, we know that you might have family and friends listening to this, and until they meet me and realise that I'm a bit of a nincompoop, uh, we'll be safe and sound right now, because I need your family and friends to like me if I'm going to get a... Canadian visa. Uh, <laughs> Sorry. Are you okay there? All right, so I will be avoiding the naughty ones. Correct. And we'll be asking the normal ones. Correct. All right. Would you prefer a handmade out of ham 
or an armpit that dispensed sunscreen. Sunscreen. Cream. Sun cream. Sunscreen is what we call it. Yes, we do too, but this is said sun cream. So, a hand made of ham or an armpit that dispensed sun cream. So, you would go sun cream. Okay. <laughs> People can't hear this at home. 38 degrees. 38. Okay, so Link, my nephew, is in the background. He's saying he would have sun cream. I would tend to agree with Link because I think if I had a ham hand, I would eat it. And it would be all yuck and gross if it's yeah. hot. And yeah, kind of off. All right. Kind of like sweaty. We can't ask question number three. There are children present. What was question number one? Uh, the one that you remember wanting to ask me, but I answered yes to. Shall I show it to you there just so you can refresh your memory? Alrighty. And Link is having fun over there. Uh, Alright, let's see here. I don't know who Keith Allen is. I can smell dinner. What age were you breastfed until? I have no idea. Ask my mother. If she's listening, send us a message. Uh, Number six. That is not a question I wish to ask your mother. Have you ever seen a ghost? No. No? Movies. Ghostbusters. I haven't seen Ghostbusters. You haven't seen Ghostbusters? Sorry. Link's showing. What's Link showing us what right now? What is Link showing us right now? Do you want to say hello into the microphone, Link? Mm. Say hello. Just say, just say hello. You just say hello. <laughs> hello. 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 There you go. You're famous now. What are we watching, Link? Well, Link's showing us a video right now. What is it, Mallory? Can you actually see this? It's a cat with bubbles? No, it's a ball pit. <laughs> Oh, oh, this one shows this one. Okay. Okay. <laughs> What's this one? We'll, we'll just... <laughs> hey, Link, how about we have a look at that after dinner, okay? And we'll finish this segment, and then you can talk to us after. Promise. Promise, you little self. All right, so you haven't seen a ghost? No. You haven't seen Ghostbusters? I have not seen Ghostbusters. Well, don't trip, oh, Link. be careful. You want to show... Oh, okay. I think he likes you, Mallory. I agree. <laughs> Funny pets. Oh, these are my favorite. <laughs> Mallory's face just lit up there. She loves it. What is it? Balloon. Uh, popped a balloon and he got scared. He popped the balloon and got scared. Yeah. There's more. There's more? Oh, there's more. They're balloons again. I have no idea what is happening right now. <laughs> Link is going to be great on podcasts because he just likes to... Watch yep. cat videos. Watch cat videos. I really, this one's my favorite. This one's your favorite. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So, um, <laughs> just bear with me for the moment, folks. Link is, uh, Link's made a friend. <laughs> hey, Link, do you want to, do you want to, in the microphone, say, tell people what we're watching. I just want to say everyone that that I am watching. <laughs> what are you tell tell everyone what you're watching? What are you seeing right now? Cats versus balloons. Cats versus balloons, and who's and winning? Who's winning, Link? Who's winning? Cats. And do you think cats would always win in that fight? Yes. Okay. All right. Thank you. Thank you very much. Give me give me knuckles. Lock it down. Pound it down. Oh, yeah. Alrighty. I'm still watching music. <laughs> Can we come back and watch that after? Is that okay? Yes. Okay, thank you. Thank you very much. Ladies and gentlemen, my nephew, Link Mansfield. Uh, his very first appearance on the show. That's I'm proud of him. We'll talk to him more later. Anyway, <laughs> so you haven't seen a ghost? Oh, yeah. That, you haven't nope. seen Ghostbusters? <laughs> nope. Have you seen the movie Ghost? Nope. Okay, neither have I. Oh, I saw it when I was little. Uh, question number seven. Have oh, you... Casper the Ghost. I've seen Casper the Casper Ghost. Casper the Ghost. Good movie. Yes. The yes. one with Christina Ricci in it? Or are you talking about the cartoon? The cartoon. Okay, no, you haven't seen. Have you seen the movie? Movie. 
We need to watch that. It's a good movie. Okay. Uh, have you ever seen a Bigfoot? Also, no. You live in like the area where they are, aren't they? Like that's up in that yes. area. Yeah. Do you believe in them? No. Okay. I have a friend who does. It's really funny. Nice. My uh, husband goes hunting for them. Oh, so if they got them, they'd be like very rich. Correct. All right. Uh, this is a question that I've already asked you because this is stolen from our final five. Uh, what is your favorite cheese? You've answered that as mozzarella, mozzarella. if I believe. Yes, that is correct. Um, number 10. Has your sibling ever seen a ghost? <laughs> I don't know. Ask him. All right. Would he listen to this, do you think? Maybe. Okay, maybe. No, he'd probably get bored. All right. Yeah, that's often what people We're say. not very interesting. Number uh, number 11. Who is your favorite historical character? <laughs> um, Jesus. Correct answer. <laughs> Well done. We always called that the trump card. Everybody's correct answer. Definitely my correct answer. Um, next question. What is love anyway? That's just what it says. What is uh, love anyway? Uh, it's a sure song. Oh, goodness. There's a spider. Oh, he's flying. <laughs> Reasons to not podcast outside in Australia. This is, Spiders. Just, this is so Canadian right now that all your Canadian friends are listening and like legitimately there is a spider like crawling down. Um, but again, this is just living up to stereotypes. It could kill us. That'd be like if I was in Canada. Not concerned. If I was in Canada, I'd just be like, oh, look, a moose. Yeah, because that, that one won't kill you. That's just a little baby one. That won't do any harm. That's how Australian... <laughs> Hell, she'll be right. All right, you don't know what love is anyway. Okay. Would you rather have the attributes of a radiator or a fridge freezer? A fridge freezer. Any particular reason why? Or? Because then you can cuddle and get warm. Good answer. What do you think happens when we die? I believe you asked me these last week, but I'm just going to you um, now. Stuff. Stuff. Good answer. Um, what's it like being Mallory? Yawning. She's bored. She's bored <laughs> of her life. Yes. I'm actually really freaking out about the spider. He's crawling upwards instead of downwards now. Well, do you want me to like touch it to show you how no, safe it is it. right now? Don't touch okay, it. Okay, it doesn't have a white tail and it doesn't have a red back, so, so we're safe. therefore, we're safe. Okay, if that had a white tail or a red back, you wouldn't go near it, you might die. If it was yes. a big, black, ugly thing that got up on its hind legs and showed its fangs, that's a funnel web, but we don't have them in Tasmania. Oh, thank the Lord. Uh, and now it's crawling up to the ceiling where it'll live happily ever after with its 8,000 spider babies that will be crawling in the roof above you this evening. You're now, a jerk. what is it like being <laughs> Mallory? <laughs> it is great. Great? Great. Okay. Would you... Okay. A follow-up question to our first question. Would you rather have a hand made out of sun cream or an armpit that dispensed ham? Wait, actually? <laughs> yes. That's hilarious. Okay, but if it dispenses sun cream, does that not mean that you can control it? Yeah, but that's the first question. This is dispensing ham and a hand made out of sun cream. Screen. Cream. Oh. Sun block. None of the above? I'd go or- the ham because you never get hungry. Mm, I want some ham. Whoop, 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 whoop. You'd eat ham that comes from your armpit? Well, that seems unsanitary. I eat ham that comes from a pig's bum. I mean, that's, you know, think about where the ham comes Bacon. from. If you could choose one thing for your armpit to dispense, what would that thing be? What is this question? This is the, the, the moral of the story. Sweat that smells good. All righty. We're not going to ask number 18. Uh, 19, what is the meaning of life? Oh, this is from that movie book. Yeah, the number 42 or something, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy. 
I've actually Congrats. never seen it, but I know what it is. Hey, Link, we'll, we'll come back to you after, okay? Promise. Promise. Thank you, Link. Um, <laughs> he just wants to show me videos. He does. Videos he loves then. you. You love Mallory, don't you, Link? No, he didn't answer. <laughs> um, what is the meaning of life? Okay, number 42. All right, I'll ask a few more of these. Uh, what is the chemical composition of a carrot? <laughs> Um, that's a little bit above my uh, pay grade. Okay, so just the answer here. They've got here polysalatina something or other can be found in... Uh, okay, there's too many big words for me to read that. Um, <laughs> number 21. Would you rather be a cow or a badger? A badger. Good answer. Uh, have you ever seen a famous TV animal in real life? What's a famous TV animal? Like the dog from Frasier or Black Beauty or I'm quoting things that were before you were born. Um... <laughs> I've seen Black Beauty, I think. Uh, Flipper, <laughs> the dolphin. Yes. No? Free Willy? Like, what do you... Like, and that kind of animal? Well, like, I've okay, let's pretend my dog Ruby, let's pretend she was in a movie. She would be a famous TV... Well, a movie animal. Oh, I went to uh, this one time. And Universal Studios. And they have a show with their animals. And she listed, like, what the animals had been in. That counts. We'll go with that. Um, have you ever tried to communicate with the dead? No. If you had to marry a Muppet, if no. you had to, which Muppet would you marry? I don't think I'm going to name very many of the them. The correct answer is Kermit the Frog. Kermit the Frog. Uh, have you ever had a near-death experience? No. Besides the spider that was just crawling near you, because I lied, and that was a dangerous spider. I had pneumonia when I was a small child, but I don't know if it was near-death. Ask my mother. Okay, well, she's listening. There's two questions she's going to answer us for us. Uh, number 26, are you a ghost? No. Okay. Um, what's so funny about peace, love, and understanding? I don't know. Good answer. Um, no, I think this is appropriate. I can ask you this one. All right, just bear with me here. Uh, Mrs. Uh, Foster, if you, is it Mrs. Foster? Ms. Foster. Ma- Mallory's mum. <laughs> what, what do I say? I feel like I'm being disrespectful. Um, would you rather... I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to change this word to make it sound a little bit more appropriate. Because it, it sounds inappropriate, but it's appropriate. Would you rather have a breast that dispenses talcum powder or a finger that can travel through time? I want my finger to travel through time. Now, the follow-up question to that, if you answer that, what would you do with such a power? <laughs> Press a button. That does? Something. Good answer. Uh, I don't know what that is. What is the worst experience you've ever had in a hotel? Ask my mother. Okay, three questions. Oh, this one time, wait. We were in this hotel in Panama, and I woke up in the middle of the night. Or maybe I was already awake. I was really sick, I think. And there was this giant freaking cockroach, and I screamed and woke everyone up. It was really scary. Cool. All right. Reasons to go to Panama. Yep. Um, Which celebrity would you like to stroke your hair as you die? One of the Ryans. Not me. Oh, Christian Bale. Not me? Wow, that hurts. Are you a celebrity? Yes, you're a celebrity. All my friends at home know who you are. Thank you. Ben Waterworth. Do you have a favorite towel? And what is your best story about it? Towel. You dry yourself with. Towel. Towel. (laughs) Towel. Uh, Yes, my Ikea towel. Not Ikea. Costco. And do you have a story about it? What's your best story about your favorite towel? Well, my first Costco towel I inherited from the lost and found... Yeah, it's pretty exciting. It's kind of gross. Wash it. Okay. Good story. What is your most mundane encounter with a celebrity? This. Good answer. You want to come in for dinner now, please? Uh, dinner's ready. Uh, Heck yeah, it is. 
<laughs> so professional podcast. <laughs> Um, can i just um all right we're going to close this out i wish i could ask you number 34 but we won't because your mother might listen um we will go now and come back and close it off and thank you mallory for being mallory you're welcome ben all righty it's time to close things out Uh, i've had dinner Mm, it was delicious wasn't it you meant to answer yes. Um, yes. <laughs> we are, it we really are was. departing on episode 61. Uh, you're leaving the state this week. I am. Um, but we will still do a couple of segments before you leave, so you'll be in okay. next week. But you've been on this episode a lot. Thank you, Mallory. Uh, what was your highlight of this episode? Uh, not the cricket. Cool. All right, great. Uh, if you like us, like us on Facebook. Uh, Mrs. Mallory's mum. Uh, Mrs. Ms. F- oh, God. I just, just Mallory's mum. Like us on Facebook. We'd appreciate it. It's called The Brink. You can find us on there. Or unlike us if you already have and thought, oh, I might like this because it's good, but no, it's kind of terrible. And you're going to like make sure I stay away from your daughter forever. That's fine too. Um, <laughs> I will fight because I like her. She's really nice and pretty and she has a nice smile. Um, she's nice and pretty. Good reasons. But she's, she's very funny. She's smart. She's charming. <laughs> she's got a great accent. Um, and she's fun to hang around with. So I'm trying to win over here. I'm trying to get brownie points, damn it. Um, like us on Facebook. Follow us. Twitter. Subscribe. Leave us feedback. Um, and we would really appreciate you tuning in next week. Now, I'm going to go to Mallory. Can you remember our closing? It's about oranges. Thank you and... Keep sucking those oranges. Oh, keep sucking Good night. Right. So let's try that again. <laughs> let's go to Melody and close it out for another episode of The Brink. It is... Do you say thank you first or no? Just say the damn line. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, please, beloved Mallory, say it. I would never go off at you in any way. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Keep sucking those oranges, Obart, and good night. Yes. <laughs>